You're listening to the Thriving Mom Podcast. I'm life and nutrition coach Ume Uguta, and I'm here to help you create the motherhood of your dreams without sacrificing your health and well-being. On this podcast, we dive into mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you stop surviving and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Hello, Thriving Moms. Welcome to another podcast episode. How you doing? It's December. It's minus 48 in Yellowknife, and I just want to run away. <laughs> I'm looking at people's Instagram photos. I don't see snow. I see people like wearing shorts. I'm like, can I just move there for maybe eight months and then come back? But yeah, it's been really cold here. How are you all doing? How are you preparing for the holiday season? I hope you're just remembering to take care of yourselves. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. Today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about the discomfort of growth. So the other day, I had just gotten off a retreat in one of the masterminds that I'm a part of. And one of the things that I was really thinking about through this experience was how so many of us run away from the work that's required when we're trying to grow. And growth here to me means when you're working towards achieving a goal or becoming a different version of yourself. So for example, if you want to feel more confident, maybe you're trying to get a new job, maybe you're trying to create boundaries, maybe you just want to incorporate more self-care into your practices. And we often just shrink (laughs) before we even get started. We often think that we need to be able to do these things before we feel comfortable enough to do them. And that can feel quite frustrating for a lot of us. So typically our brains will run a run to the question, well, how can I get this done in the quickest way possible and with minimum effort? Because I don't got time. I'm sure many of you can relate who are moms. There's never, or it always feels like there's never enough time for us to devote to the change or the things that we really want for ourselves. And I want to say that wanting this, wanting to do this is not a bad thing. It's a sure recipe for frustration and a lot of hard, unneeded work. And if you're doing this, no shame, it's all good. But I want to share with you the reason why we do this. Typically, our brains want to keep us safe. We want to avoid pain and get the most pleasure out of every experience. And because we've been trained that if we just work hard enough, then we'll get the thing that we really want. Many of us don't recognize that this isn't necessarily true. What we're really chasing after whenever you have a goal, whenever you have something that you're working towards is the feeling that you think achieving that thing will give you. So in order for you to achieve that thing, you must step back from jumping right into actions because typically that goal that you're working towards, that thing that you want requires a bit of an identity shift, right? You must change the image of who you are, the image you have of yourself, no matter how small. For example, if you've lived with the belief that you lack confidence, and you're working towards building confidence, doing a whole bunch of things is not going to help you gain confidence. And even if you do, it'll be short-lived because you are the same person. You still think, I lack confidence. So your self-image hasn't changed, but your actions make it seem like that's what's going to give you the confidence. It's like going on a diet. Many times you're going to lose weight, (laughs) but you either have to stay on that diet, which is usually where people struggle, Otherwise, you're going to gain that weight back. And most times, it's going to even be more weight than you were before, guaranteed. So rather, you must be willing to feel confident if you're working towards confidence. Feel confident now in spite of what your current situation looks like. And this is where 
it feels very uncomfortable for a lot of us. Growth requires discomfort, my friends. And yes, when I say discomfort, a lot of people think, oh, that has to be extreme, it has to be painful, but that's not really what I'm talking about. What I mean is the discomfort from our emotions. So when you think about it, if you're trying to become more confident and you're someone who thinks, well, I don't have confidence, I lack confidence, I'm not confident, how does that make you feel? You probably feel small, you probably feel scared. I know small is not an emotion, but this is what my clients say and this is what I used to say too. So you feel small, you feel scared, maybe nervous. Your stomach will probably feel like you've got a bowling ball in it. Very uncomfortable. And in order for your brain to help you move past this feeling and this experience quickly, because again, your brain's job is to keep you safe and the discomfort makes it feel unsafe, your brain will want you to take action. And when you take action, it doesn't matter whether it's working or it's not. You're just very preoccupied. And when you're preoccupied, guess what? You don't have the time to really focus on what your emotions are trying to tell you or what your body is trying to tell you. So if this is you, the solution is simple. You ready? Get comfortable with the discomfort of your growth. (laughs) If you don't take anything else from this podcast episode, that's your work. Instead of busying yourself with hard and busy, unnecessary work, learn to sit with the discomfort. And this sounds very simple, but it's one of the hardest things that we do, especially as moms, because we're so busy here in quotes that we think this is a waste of time. I was talking to my client this week (laughs) and she shared how much easier it is for her to sit with her discomfort as she navigates a toxic work environment. And in the past, what typically would happen is she would be ill, maybe she'd complain, worry and stress, and like she would talk about, oh, her boss this, and her line manager this. But all of this was just her brain's way of getting her to comply with the toxic culture and people please so she could feel safe at work. But through our coaching, I taught her how to create that safety within herself. So then she would create safety before going to work, while she's there, and after. And it wasn't easy. I mean, we're not born with this skill. So it took her a while to cultivate and now she feels safer. She's meeting herself wherever she's at every day and it's a daily process. And guess what? She now has the mental space to actually start thinking about the real places she might like to work. She's now thinking about the possibilities that are ahead of her and she can see herself moving away from the toxic work culture and being in an environment where she can thrive. This, my friends, is what happens when you learn to sit with the discomfort of growth. And in case you are wondering about the emotions, they're not going to kill you. In fact, a Harvard brain scientist, Dr. Jill Taylor, states that once an event occurs and we get activated, our nervous system gets activated, this is what a lot of us would call we get triggered, the chemicals that are released by our brains surge through our bodies and we have that physiological experience, which is whatever visceral feelings going on in your body. And within 90 seconds from that initial trigger, the chemical component of whatever uncomfortable emotion completely dissipates from our blood. Now, the catch here is if you keep feeling that discomfort after the 90 seconds have passed, it is because you have chosen to let that circuit continue to run. And I'll say this is often true for my clients, even me, when I'm really struggling with some hard emotions, I've had sessions where I just sit with the client in their discomfort and it's very quiet. We just watch the body and let the feelings come through and which is very helpful for them because I feel me being able to be there 
and support them to see how it works helps them to be able to incorporate that into their daily lives. Most times it goes away even like within a minute. If you haven't done this before, you're going to think it takes too long and I don't have time for that. But that's not true. Try it. You'll be surprised. So I just want to talk about how you would manage the discomfort. I have shared one. Gotta learn to process your uncomfortable emotions. I have lots of episodes on emotions. If you go back through the podcast archives, I also coach people on this. So find me at Olive and Bliss Wellness on Instagram or Facebook. Find me, send me a message, and let's talk about how I can support you. You want to also bring in body movement to help you manage the energy running through your body. So sometimes you might want to run around, you might shake, you might want to scream, you might lay down, you might just rub yourself. Whatever helps you feel like you are present in that moment to help your body know we're safe, I'm in control. That's it. And then you want to make it a daily practice. You want to cultivate more mindfulness into your day. Several times during the day, you want to check in with your body, see if there's something that needs your attention. You know, it's kind of like your child playing by themselves while you do your own thing. The best way to stop getting interrupted is to check on that child periodically so that they know you're there. So really, they might not want you to sit right in front of them and be engaged. They just want to know that you're around. And that helps them feel safe so they can focus on what they're doing. And finally, trust that you know how to navigate your own journey. Your goal, your thoughts about where you want to be or who you want to become are yours. And in order for you to get there, it requires trust in yourself and having your own back. Even when you feel like you've kind of gone off the road, which we all do (laughs) because we're humans. But compassion and love are the things that will put you back on path quicker than judging yourself or criticizing yourself or just being mean. So be mindful and love on yourself because you deserve it. There's only one way to grow and it is through your own unique experience. No one can do that for you. So get comfortable with the discomfort of your own growth process. Your future self will thank you. Trust me. I love you so much and I'm always rooting for you, my friends. I hope you have a beautiful week ahead and as always, keep thriving. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to take that work deeper and implement one thing that you learned this week. And if you'd like to take this work further, come work with me inside my coaching program. You can go to oliveandbliss.ca to learn all about me and how I can support you.